It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. Then I went into that garden just after six on the 20th of May, 2020, to thank groups of staff before going back into my office 25 minutes later to continue working. I believed implicitly that this was a work event. It was a party at a time when we weren't allowed to meet outside. Simple as that. My dad's funeral, the vicar told us, I'm really sorry, but it's 20 minutes tops. Boris Johnson said he spent 25 minutes at that party. He got five minutes more to socialise and bring his own booze than I did for my dad's funeral. He's finally been forced to admit what everyone knew, that when the whole country was locked down, he was hosting boozy parties in Downing Street. Is he now going to do the decent thing and resign? Clips there, courtesy of BBC Breakfast and PA. It's been a week to forget for the Prime Minister, and the British public are not happy. With allegations of even more government COVID rule breaks still coming out, and the findings of the Sue Gray investigation just around the corner, is there a way out of this for Boris Johnson? David Bond is the Evening Standard's deputy political editor. David, the PM's stuck in Downing Street. His schedule's cancelled because a family member has COVID. He's got the whole weekend to think about what he's done and what he's going to do. Do you think he's thinking his time as PM is over or is he planning a Boris-style comeback? I should think that he'll be glad to be able to stay out of the limelight for a bit because this has been a very uncomfortable week. It's been an uncomfortable few months for Boris Johnson. The latest revelations about parties uh, have just put him under increasing pressure about his leadership and his authorities. So to answer your question directly, will he be sort of, you know, considering whether he should go? I doubt it. That's not his personality. You know, he is a fighter. He is very, very competitive. He will be desperate to try and get back on track. If he can get through the next few weeks, which are going to be incredibly tough for him, then he will want to try and sort of shake up his number 10 operation, show that he's getting on the front foot and that he can turn things around before the local elections in May. But I think he is in a very, very difficult position this weekend. On top of everything else to come out in recent days, we now know that there were two parties held the night before Prince Philip's funeral. We all saw those photos of the Queen on her own that day, and the country was supposed to be in mourning. Is this the most damaging one of them all? I don't know if it's the most damaging of them. Well, let's backtrack a bit. So this is the latest revelations from the Daily Telegraph this time, who found out about two parties that were held on April the 16th, 2021. So all the parties up to this point were in 2020. This is the first time that they've tipped into 2021. And as you say, it was the night before Prince Philip's funeral, but it mainly involved, it seems to have mainly involved 
number 10 staff. There's no suggestion as far as we know at the moment that Boris Johnson was present or even aware of it. Although judging by some of the more colourful accounts, there was booming music coming from the basement. Uh, a suitcase of wine was collected from co-op for those who, who were attending the party and even a broken swing in the garden. Uh, we think the Prime Minister's son's swing may have been broken as part of the party. And Downing Street has not sort of denied this or these parties took place. And we've since had an apology from James Slack, who is the PM's former Director of Communications, is now Deputy Editor at The Sun. He's apologised this morning. So it's clear that this party or these parties did take place. So I think it is very damaging, but it's damaging because it comes on top of now, I think I'm slightly losing count, but I think there are 11 allegations of parties which are supposed to have taken place both in Downing Street and across other government departments at times when the country was in some kind of state of lockdown, a range of different sort of stages of lockdown measures. So yes, it is very damaging, but it's damaging because it just is the latest and that's why it's so uncomfortable for Johnson. And what's happening inside Westminster? Do we know who's on Boris Johnson's side? Who's maybe got ambitions for his job? And have there been any moves made yet? Nothing sort of yet in terms of leadership rivals, because the two that everyone is watching is uh, Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor, and the Foreign Secretary, Liz Truss. Liz Truss has just been giving a, a sort of short broadcast clip following the Brexit talks that she's been holding with EU officials over the last day or so. And she's, you know, made it clear that she is still very supportive of the Prime Minister. Rishi Sunak on the Wednesday, so after Boris Johnson made his apology to MPs in the Commons before Prime Minister's question time, you know, there was this delay before then cabinet members started tweeting their support for Boris Johnson and saying he was right to apologise. Rishi Sunak took until just after 10 past eight on Wednesday evening to put out his tweet, uh, conveniently or otherwise, he was in Devon, a long arranged trip down there. So he said he, you know, was busy with that and that he he felt the PM was right to apologise, but that we should all wait for the outcome of the Gray Inquiry. So he was accused of sort of lukewarm support. But, you know, it still seems too soon for them to make a move. I think the big question is kind of what now do Tory MPs do? So we now have five Conservative MPs who have said that Johnson should go. Andrew Bridgen, the prominent Brexiteer, who of course was a big supporter of Boris Johnson while he was leading the charge on Brexit. He's written in the Telegraph and said on Newsnight last night that he now thinks Boris Johnson should go. What happens here is that to force a leadership challenge, Tory MPs have to write to the chair of the 1922 backbench committee, a sort of shop, you know, he's the shop steward for Tory MPs in Westminster, and you have to get 54. Conservative MPs to write a letter saying they, they think there should be a leadership challenge before one can take place. We don't know how many letters have been submitted. Certainly some have, but whether they're anywhere near that number is very difficult to know. But clearly now over the weekend, I think as MPs go back to their constituencies, you know, and they, they get a sense from people on the ground how this is all playing out, you know, some views may harden and you might see more letters going in. But I think a leadership challenge could still be some way off, but there is prospect of even more revelations because, you know, we don't know if this is, you know, if there's going to be more than 11. Everyone is waiting for the results of the Sue Gray investigation. When can we expect this and what do we know about it so far? There is some pre-briefing going on, maybe on behalf of those in Downing Street who, you know, are sort of keen to emphasise that the Prime Minister will not be held personally responsible or that Sue Gray will find that he has broken any rules. I think it's, it's important to remember that Sue Gray, as a civil servant, is not there to sort of portion blame. She is, you know, this is not a criminal investigation. She will set out the facts 
She will try and get to the bottom of what parties took place when, who attended. And although she probably is able to recommend disciplinary action for those civil servants, those officials who did attend, it's very difficult for her to pass judgment on a prime minister. And that is an incredibly uncomfortable position for her to be in. More likely, she will just set out the account of what happened, and particularly on this one on May the 20th, where Boris Johnson has said he attended. If there is a conflict between her account and accounts given by the prime minister, then clearly that will put him in a very, very difficult position to remain in position in post. But, you know, there is a prospect, there is a possibility that this will all be not a damp squib, but that it won't go as far as some people are expecting or hoping. And that will then leave the whole situation in limbo for a longer period of time. I mean, I think this is clearly going to run and run. It's not going away. And even after the Gray Inquiry, it may still be some months, some weeks until Boris Johnson's position is cleared up one way or the other. Do you think Boris Johnson can survive all this? Well, you never say never with Boris Johnson because... He's come back from so many scrapes. You know, he has so many lives. I think I would be foolish and any political journalist would be foolish to to write him off. But it does look like we are at a tipping point here. And lots of Conservative MPs are saying privately, they're not willing to put their head above the parapet yet, but they are saying privately, look, this is it. You know, it's just a question of when, not if. And the sort of perceived wisdom in, in Westminster is that everyone will now wait. All the Conservative MPs who are looking at the polls and the fact that Labour have been ahead now for over a month. I think one poll had them 10 points ahead of the Conservatives. If that then translate into an absolute drubbing in the local elections in May, then a lot of Conservative MPs, particularly in those red wall areas where there are lots of new Conservative MPs eyeing very slim majorities nervously, if they feel that Boris Johnson has become an electoral liability, that's the point at which I think they will make a move. And, you know, the Conservative Party has a history of being ruthless with leaders, and I don't think they'll hesitate to act then. So I think it is difficult at the moment to see how he, he can bounce back from this. But, you know, this is Boris Johnson, and he does defy normal political gravity. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.